Hey, welcome back to the show, Survivors. Tonight, we're at a remote location. We're at Camille's house. Hey, finally back. Got a little street sign up here. Surviving the badge. Yeah, that's awesome. I got one of those in my house, too. You'll see it on the next show, hopefully, or the show after that. They look awesome. Hey, um, we got a great show for you tonight. We're going to talk about a hero police officer. And this guy emphasizes, I mean, every, every... Definition of hero that you can think of, this guy is it. Let's go to the beer moment, my friend. All right, so um, I was new at the beer moment. Um, LT <laughs> or John usually grab the, uh, the, the beer from the beer moment. Um, John's not here. He's at, I think he's like at a brony, um, or a furry convention or something. I don't know. He's, he's not here. We'll see him, uh, in a couple of episodes. So they let me grab the beer moment or grab the beer. And I had in my hand, I had a Belgian triple. I am Belgian. And I'm like, I've got to get this, this. And I was walking towards the door and I'm like, well, I know that LT doesn't, doesn't do the triples. So I'm like, okay, I know that he has had uh, Ho Garden before. Ho Garden is a a, a wheat beer um, from awesome. from Germany. So it uh, is it's, amazing. <laughs> it really is good. So uh, cheers, cheers. I, love, I give this a nine point eight. Yeah, I definitely Ho Garden's a good beer. If you like a good wheat beer, a good German wheat beer, and it's it's technically a wit beer. Um, Hogarden is it will will definitely fit that uh, criteria for you. And Absolutely. With that being said, we'd like to thank our sponsors, Kenny Grocer- Kenny's Groceries in Orange City on the corner of 1792 and French Avenue. Go see Kenny's because you can get Hogarden and about a thousand other beers. Yeah, they have every everything you can imagine. Um, special thanks to our next sponsor, which is Tom and Kristen Clem. Realty. Um, Tom is a um, former Marine. He's also a law enforcement officer. He does the real estate on the side. His wife was a school teacher, Kristen, and she is now doing the real estate thing full time and has been for the last few years. They are absolutely fantastic. All of their info will be down below. And Tom Clem or Clem Property Investments. Um, he is out there if you need to do a quick sale, short sale or even just sell your home, or you're looking to invest in some property or a home, you can contact Tom. They can figure out which of the avenues uh, to take care of for you. And that's all through Exit Advantage Realty. Great group of folks. Our last Absolutely. sponsor I wanted to give credit to is CNR Constructors, general contractor here in um, Central Florida area. And all their information is below their website and all. If you have a remodel, some kind of new construction that you need done, um, commercial build-out, that's your team. I work for them. They are absolutely fantastic. So thanks to all our sponsors. Absolutely. Thanks to all you guys for tuning in. We don't say it enough. We really appreciate it, guys. And if you like what you see and, and you know what's going on on the channel, hit that like and subscribe down there. And uh, that little notification bell, let, us, let you know whenever we have a new video that's popped up. You'll get a notification on your YouTube, and you can go watch us. So we really appreciate it. Yeah, I know um, LT does uh, Ronnie's Rants. I do um, the Effed Up Murder of the Week. 
And John does usually makes a drink. I, I don't know if that's uh, a sign of something. I don't know, but he needs to keep doing it because they're damn good. Those drinks, are. <laughs> right? Damn um, good. LT, you're you're rarely wrong, but I am going to correct you about something. Um, my dad was a Marine, twenty three years, Korea, Vietnam, and I think the saying goes: I wasn't in the military, but I think the saying goes: once a Marine, always a Marine. Yeah, but you so don't say not he's Marine. not a Marine. No, he's a Marine. Well, he's a Marine, but he's not a Marine Maybe right a now. Maybe retired Marine. So when he sent me the description, he said former Marine. Okay. Is, I'm just saying. Yeah, I know. know. What's Marine, always Marine. Hey, Devil all, dogs. All that. All the respect <laughs> to those guys and gals, every one of them. And absolutely. let's salute our military. Yes, absolutely. Salute. All right. I want to give one more quick, little quickie, quick, quick, quick shout out here. And that is, and we don't do it enough. And that is to our dispatchers. You men and women in the dispatch center are absolutely the lifeblood lifeline for all police and fire. And we could not do that job without you all in there taking the information. I don't know how many times a dispatcher saved my life by running an individual real quick, telling me he was a real asshole piece of shit. Yeah. And probably saved my life because I knew before the guy could even react or do anything. So thinking, thinking like five steps ahead, absolutely yep. on everything. And if they don't yep. hear from you in a certain amount of time, and they know you better than that, you know, especially the smaller agencies like we had, yep. it's like a big family, man. And it's like your your big sister or your or your big brother in there watching you, and they're worried about you, and you know they have the stress too. So here it is, salute, yep. absolutely to our dispatchers. By God, they are the lifeblood of this job. All right, while we are are saluting, what's gonna we're gonna salute our fallen officers. Uh, we have ninety two officers who have passed in the line of duty this year. Seventeen by gunfire, twenty by auto, and fifty by COVID. Now the good news is, LT, that oh uh, well, I'm gonna talk about this in the next one. Kind of jumping ahead. Um, all the numbers are either. Equal or down from last year. Oh, thank so, God. So that's that's the good news. It sounds thank bad. God. Obviously, it is bad. Any any amount of uh, in the line of duty deaths are, are, are horrible, but it is from think, last year equal or, or, or trending downward. And I think the COVID thing has started to trend way oh, down. Oh, absolutely. And yes. the COVID deaths and everything. And, and one thing we forget is we have law enforcement officers that are in these prisons and jails. In that confined and, space. Man, they're in that confined space, you know, the same air conditioning rolling. And, you know, these people come in. And, I mean, if they've been in prison for a while, they've probably either been vaccinated or they've had it run their course, you know, and all. But you got new people coming in there all the time that could be yep. sick. And those, I have a real good friend of mine who's a sergeant out of Tomoka. And I'll tell you what, she is one tough lady. And uh, I used to hear some of the stories about Tomoka is a prison here in Florida. And I was like, man, that, that, I don't know if I could do that job. I, I, I couldn't. My my mom and my dad were both correctional officers. That's right, I forgot And I, that. nope, mm-mm. But my mom loved it. She loved every second That's of awesome. it. She, That's awesome. She loved kicking ass is what she loved doing. Uh, <laughs> you know the old saying, your mom wears combat boots? And I'm like, yeah, she does. So yeah, what, what, are you, what, are you, what are you trying to say? She's uh, a tough lady. <laughs> all right, so I have a trivia question. You know how you ever every month has like different. Oh, it's you know 
Pizza Awareness Month or whatever, <laughs> did you know that April, along with a hundred other things, is National Canine Fitness Month? I'll be darned. It is. I'm glad I took Cooper the Wonder Dog out for a walk today. <laughs> right? Yeah. Right? Uh, so, my trivia question for a classic... Classic? Um, surviving a Badge sticker is, in 1907, Brigadier General Theodore A. Bingham, New York Police Commissioner, started the first U.S. canine unit. They obtained five dogs from a training program in Belgium. What breed of dogs was purchased for this New York unit? And you have to be specific. The first person, the first person to answer correctly in the, in the comment section below with the correct answer, and you have to be specific, um, will get a classic surviving a badge sticker. Classic. A classic surviving a badge sticker. Right. So LT. Oh. Um, so we have started a, a a new trend. We're going to do Hero Cup of the Quarter, and we all thought about this when uh, John and LT did um, the FHP Trooper episode, who who saved hundreds of people's lives by putting herself in in front of a vehicle. Um, some officers are just amazing that they, 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 they put themselves in a line of, and they know that they're going to be injured or whatever. And she so, thought to do that like that fast. Right. She said, Oh my God, if I, I'm the last line of defense between this and hundreds of runners. Instinctual. Know, check out the show, um, in our videos down below. Um, just check them out and you'll see that one. And I've got the video in there where you see the head on collision with this drunk driver. It's unbelievable. I, it just, I mean, chills. So we uh, we as a group said, you know what? Why don't we start highlighting a, a, a an officer or a trooper, or a deputy or or a federal agent or whoever of the quarter? So we're going to start this new thing. It's called Hero Cop of the Quarter. And if you guys have any that we don't know about, send us an email, retired cops rule at gmail or in the comments below saying hey this is a deputy he did this or she did this. Let us know so we can research it. Yeah, and please uh, do. We would love to do that. So, LT... Because, oh, I mean, I go on Google and I go, you know, Hero Cop. <laughs> and, and you know what I'm saying? I mean, and, and you got to, like, search and you got to weed through them. This one we're going to cover tonight is from 2021. I was trying to find some th some from, you know, 20, 2022. But, you know, you go through some of them and it's like, oh, man, I, you know, what is, what, what's going on with this? Hard to find information about it. So, please, like he said, if you, if you know of one for sure... And you can give us a name and the agency that they work with, and we can do a little research on it. Or, you know what, even better, if they got put in for an award, like a valor or an honor or something like that, and you can give us the printout of what they were, you know, written up for and recognized for, oh, my God, I will read it right, we will Absolutely. Read it right on the yep. show. Yes, a proclamation. Absolutely. And, and give, if and you them. know that person, we'll send them a sticker. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep, one hundred percent. So that'd be great. All right, so LT, who who we have this? Uh, who do we have today? So we have an individual who was a police officer out of the state of New York, Jamestown PD in New York, and his name is Mark Conklin. Mark Conklin, young man. I don't think he's been on the job more than just a few years, from what I could gather. Um, so he's he's out doing his normal thing, and he hears this call. And he's out on foot, and you can see the body camera. 
So he hears, um, you know, commotion going on. He sees the flames, sees the fire, and he's running to it. And you can see on the on his body cam, he is running full speed. So was this was this a call, or was it just him doing routine patrol? It didn't patrol? say if he got the call or not. I think he did get the call, okay. you know, of a fire going on. Maybe smoke in the area. But it just didn't say in anywhere okay. I researched that he got the call. It just said he was there. Right. So you can hear him asking people, bystanders, you know, what street is this? What street is this? So I think he had actually pulled up and was on another street, either on another call or doing something else, and he saw the flames or the fire, and he took off running. And he, you can hear him asking, what street is this? What street is this? Then when he gets over to the house, he's asking them, what's the address here? What's the address here? Because, you know, you can tell dispatch, you know, hey, I'm in a house fire. I'm on Lincoln Street, you know, and if this is a huge city, Lincoln Street may run for a mile, you know. And Even in a small is, city like this, right. the, 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 the uh, road I live on runs for five miles. And right. it's a very small city. So and, in a large city, absolutely. So he's looking for the address. I mean, he, you can hear him. I think he does give a cross street when he can't get the actual numerical, and he ends up getting the numerical. So anyway, so. He's trying to contact America's second responders, the fire department. In the meantime, <laughs> he... America's first responder is taking action. Yeah, and he's in the. In, I guess when he gets there, people are saying there's people inside. There's people inside. One of the family was actually outside of the home. There were seven people total, and in this family, and it's the Rivera family, and one of them was outside, and he or she or whatever, I guess, told him, "Hey, there's there there. My whole family's inside." He goes inside, or I mean, he goes around to the side of the house. He's looking for a way in. This thing is fully involved. It, 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 I, I saw the I, I saw the body cam video. This is a house fire. It's not just oh, you know what? A kitchen like, grease fire. Right, a kitchen grease fire. This is a fully. The whole top floor of this house is flames. I yeah, mean, it, it is on fire. It is and absolutely. It, and in you flame. see it later, and it's a wood frame house with like wood siding. I mean, this, this thing's a tinderbox. So he runs around to the side of the house. And you hear him yelling to somebody, it's okay, it's okay, I got you, I got you. And he keeps saying, I got you, I got you, I got you. And what he's doing is, is there's a family member, a child and the mother in a second story window trying to breathe. So they've got their head stuck out of the window and he's telling them to jump that he's going to catch them. Now, not only does it take a lot to tell somebody, and I saw this guy, he's not huge. No, I didn't. He's yeah. not tiny. But he's not huge. This isn't some linebacker, you know, for the University of Georgia <laughs> that's getting ready to catch somebody. This is, he looks like maybe he's like 5'10", I don't know, but maybe 180 pounds. I mean, so a lot like a me. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so When I was in fighting weight. <laughs> so he keeps telling him, I got you, I got you. And then you can hear him catch something because you hear the, like that, and his whole camera shakes. And then he goes, go ahead, I got you, I got you. And I'm assuming either the mother at that time jumped and he caught them. Then... Because it was, the mother had the child, and the child went first, right? And the mother... I believe so. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, I, I, I would have. I yeah, mean, uh, yeah. You're not going to go first and leave your kids sitting there, so... <laughs> we're assuming. It didn't right. say, but we're Women assuming. and children, feel children jump out the windows first, right? Yeah. So then, after that, like, that wasn't enough. There's how many more? Um, hold on, let's like my four notes. or five, I think, wasn't there? There are th three others. So no, five. 
There are, yeah, there are three others in the ground floor of the home. So he goes in, and obviously they probably can't find their way out because it's completely filled with smoke. Check out the video because, honestly, I don't know if I would have gone into that house. Uh, dude. <laughs> I, I, I saw that video, and I'm like, yeah, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. But he goes in, and he saves all three of them people. I guess there was already one or two that had made it out. I know there was one initially. I think the other one made because I think there was a total of seven is, is what the story said. So he, in essence, saved three-quarters of this family from certain death. Yeah. Now, would the woman have thrown the child, you know, at a, out of as a, a, a last-dish effort? I'm maybe. sure she probably would have. Mm-hmm. But would the child have been injured, broken legs, spine, you know, if she flipped over, neck, Oh, so I, I, oh. so, everybody was fine. Everybody was absolutely fine. They were treated and released. You can see the pictures of him in the hospital or them at the hospital being released. And because smoke inhalation is the is the killer. Oh, it's yeah. usually it's usually not the fire. It's the smoke inhalation that comes into the lungs, and that's how most people die in fires. Ninety percent of the time, they're dead. Before the fire ever burns them up, right? They yeah. have already passed. They, yeah, because there's no uh, right, uh, no and oxygen. And the heat and yep. the smoke have just completely torched their lungs. You know, the heart's dying; they're gone. But thank God. Oh my gosh! Because could you imagine laying there alive and burning no. to death? No. I mean, oh my God! No, thank you. That, that's got to be the worst death in, in yes. ever. Yes. So anyway, so they recognize him for awards. The Jamestown Police Department does. The community gets together and does a GoFundMe and gets these folks within, like, I think it was two days or three days or something like that. They got them several thousand dollars to rebuild either there, you know, demolish that one, obviously. Um, the last video I saw, the house was already demolished. I mean, so, it, it, as, as much fire as there yeah. were, it was a total loss. Yeah, it was, it was a total loss. So hopefully they're going to build, you know, back there. I'm sure hopefully they own the lot. They can just rebuild their insurance company and help them out. But the GoFundMe page is going to take care of, you know, housing while their house is being built. Food, shelter, clothes. They lost everything. Nothing was saved. Nothing. No, you could so tell. So all of your pictures, everything else. But you know what? They're alive, they're still together, and this hero, Mark Conklin, salute to Mark Conklin. Absolutely, 100%. And you guys out there, salute to Mark Conklin. God bless you, Hero cop of the quarter. Absolutely, hero cop of the quarter. LT, you ever deal with a fire? I have. One thing, if you guys happen to know Mark Conklin or the Rivera family, please pass on this link to them. So they, that Mark can see us saluting him. And if he contacts us uh, and gives us an email, I will send him three or four stickers. Yeah, we'd love to have him on. And we'll have him on as a guest and try to figure out how to do it either on the phone, audio, whatever. We'll figure something out. We'll, we'll try to figure Absolutely. something out. So um, that was done with the fire. Yes. It was, it was, well, it was 2021. Was he officer of the year? Because if you don't know, there's like – Sheriff's Deputy of the Year, Police Officer of the Year, nationwide. Oh, I don't know if I, I didn't see anything about him getting nationwide, right, but I know but that they me, did say that at his commission or council or whatever they call it up there meeting that they were giving him an good. award. Their chief got on and, and spoke a little bit and said that they were. And you know, it's amazing. Even if there's no money involved, 
the recognition of a of a, an amazing yeah. job above and beyond putting your life in danger goes a long way it, it really does appreciate your officers because they go out there every day and they and they run into fires they 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 charge hell with a bucket of water and put it out that's my my dad used to say and you know what mark said when they interviewed him and they asked him how he thought of you know about what he did and this and that he goes i'm just glad i was there i was glad i'm glad that i was able to do what i did and i didn't do anything special i did what every police officer does every day on the job so he didn't sit back and go, yeah, it was pretty amazing. You know, well, you know, I did that. No. He, he was, was humble. Oh, my God. So humble. Yeah. And he's right. He does. He was doing what 99.5% of the officers do every single day throughout this entire country and world. Yeah. Um, absolutely. You know, doing their job. So, so you, awesome. uh, we were talking. Have, have you dealt with the fire? I did. You know, several of them. My God, I was a cop for 35 years. And I was actually a volunteer fireman before that. So yeah, I'm I've sorry. In, I've been into fire. I've been into fires as a hose dragger. So, so you moved from a second responder to a first responder. Yeah. Who wants to be number two? No, never. No, never. I, it's funny. I hate my. I, ha, I have my students. are like, oh, you mean firefighters? The second responders? I even have them brainwashed. <laughs> very, very close personal friends of mine are firefighters. And they give us just as much trash as we give them. We love our firefighters, one hundred percent. But we got to give them shit. So, you know? so there's a, there's a friendly, I don't know, not competition, but just a ribbing amongst firefighters and cops. I mean, my brother in law is a firefighter, so yeah. you know, it's just one of those friendly things. They tell us, oh, did you, I guess you showed up because you left the donut shop. We're like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, I guess you got out of your recliner fast enough to get in the so fire truck life and times of a, of a firefighter. We wake up, we we get eat breakfast, yeah. they, we they make breakfast. Wash the fire we, truck. Then we fall, wash, and then wax the fire truck, yeah. and then we... Drive to Publix and get lunch. Make get makings for lunch. Yes, we we're jealous. <laughs> yes, we are jealous. We're totally. Why did jealous. we pick? Why did we pick being a cop? We picked the wrong damn profession <laughs> because we wanted to be first responders. So let me ask you. Also, have you ever put out a fire of a car with a fire? You know, I mean, does it ever work? They because in law enforcement they give you a fire a fire extinguisher. Yeah, and, and it's, it's like it's like right. this, this big, and, about and, that it, big and about three minutes, you're like three minutes, yeah, thirty seconds. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I knew it was three seconds, and then uh, okay, uh, you know what? I got uh, no, it's not working. So we had a crash where it was a pursuit, and the guy crashed, and the truck caught on fire, and it wasn't our agency we were assisting, and the guy's truck caught on fire. We emptied nine fire extinguishers from our police cars and it knocked it down enough to where the guy wasn't flame on but it was still on fire and they finally got him out of there of course he he, he deceased uh, from the crash it rolled over and everything else but um we couldn't get him out they took the jaws life to get him out but uh yeah the fire extinguishers you know for putting on a little Pissant freaking little brush fire, you know, yeah. maybe a, 
a freaking woods fire this big or I've never been I've never been fire. able to stop a fire with my trunk fire extinguisher. You can slow them down. That's about it, yeah. you know. And if they're too big, you don't even pull the thing. Yeah. All right, well listen guys, we really appreciate you watching the show tonight as um, always. And we really appreciate every one of you tuning in. It means the world to us. We're having fun doing oh, this. We shit, love yeah. the comments. We love the, you know, the the banter even from some of the comments where you don't agree with us. That's fine. It's not a problem. It's okay. LT. So, Dr. Husel, we had a I, I think that's probably the most anti they disagreed with us. Yeah. Keep it up. You know what? And we will answer it and we will answer it with respect. We might disagree. But we're going to answer your your comments. Yeah, because really a couple are. of people got a little ugly, mm-hmm. told us you should take this video down, and that's fine. Hey, you know what? It's their opinion. I have no problem with that. We didn't get ugly back to them. Yeah. And nobody, like, cursed us out or anything. No, somebody I, did make a terrible comment and said that the overall um, cholesterol at that table is through the charts, you know, goodbye or something like that. You know was what? that a fat comment? It was a fat hey, comment. We're, we're retired. F you guys. You know what? <laughs> That's fine. I go and I get a blood test every single year, and my cholesterol is absolutely perfect. Um, you know, my blood pressure is fine. I'm not on any medications or anything else. Neither is he, and neither is John. So, you know, if that makes you feel better to, to say something like that, hey, whatever, man. That's all good. On, on top of that, you know, let's, let's talk intellectually. If you have a problem with what we have to say... Let us know. Absolutely. We'll talk about Personal it. Personal attacks do, doesn't, does not move the yeah. argument It makes forward. me laugh. It does. It makes it me laugh. Right. You know? But we will always treat you with respect, no matter what comments you make. And we we encourage, bring it on. We love to talk to all I you I mean, guys. if it's super, super bad, I'm just going to delete it. Yeah. You know, if you go on there and say, you bleep, 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 no good, bleep, 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 I'm just going to delete it. Okay? Yeah. It's just because we don't have to put up with that. We're having fun. But anyway, thank you guys very much for watching the show. We appreciate it. Please tune in, you know, for our next show. And grab your glass. Any comments that you have, please write them down below. We appreciate it very much. Have a safe evening and and have a wonderful weekend. And always at Surviving the Badge, we still got got your six. six.